sing number 871 for the invitation song. Good to be here this morning to worship our Heavenly Father with you. When we're talking about fear, fear is something that uh, we learn about as children at a young age. Uh, many of those fears may not be rational. Some of them are. Some, of them, some fears we get as children that we carry on into adulthood. But this morning I wanted to talk to you about how we deal with those fears, the, the healthy ones, the unhealthy ones. And we're going to end with a godly fear. Start with a healthy fear. In Proverbs 22 and verse number 3, it says, A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. You know, as, as Christians, we need to be able to, to recognize evil for what it is, and it, it'd be very wise of us to stay away from, from evil, to fear it, uh, to hide there's a lot of different types of evil in this world, and there's a lot of it that, that we do not need to get involved with. That's just plain and simple. That doesn't mean that we need to try to not try to rescue the people that are, that are in those situations. We most definitely do need to do that. But as far as that evil in itself, we need to stay away from it. We need to hide ourselves, guard ourselves. But... A lot, of, a lot of different fears that, that are out there. I've, I've, I found this survey, and I don't know if it's uh, from 2018. It's a little bit out of date. But I'm going to go through a, a couple of these. It starts out as the population that they surveyed. Starting out with the number one fear being 73.6%. Uh, like I said, this was in 2018. Corruption of government officials. That's that's the that's the number one thing that people are afraid of, and the list goes on and on. There's uh, get down into the fiftieth percentile. Most fifty percent of the people that they surveyed, uh, air pollution is what they're worried about. I I find some of these really funny. I live in the Texas Panhandle. I mean, it's the wind blows all the time. I, you breathe in the air, you exhale the air. I mean, that's just it's just life. I don't I don't think of air pollution for some reason. But this, this is people's fear. This is one of the main things that they're afraid of in their life. Corruption in the government, pollution of the oceans and rivers and lakes, that's number two. Pollution in drinking water, three. You travel anywhere besides the United States and you might actually fear that. Uh, high medical bills is number 10. Government tracking sits at number 18, 46%. Terrorist attacks sits at number 23. Uh, 43.8%. North Korea uses nuclear weapons. It's at number 30 with 39.2% of the population that they uh, looked at. You know, we're, like I said, we're going to close today with uh, the fear of God. Fear of God sits at number 80. 
on the list of people's fears, the fear of God sits at number 80 at 14.2% of the population they surveyed. Uh, coming in last is animals, dogs, cats, and rats. The fear of hell is on here somewhere. Ah, number 65, fear of hell, 23.7%. Some of these fears that we have in life, they're, they're, they're worldly. That's just all there is to it. They're just worldly fears. And that's one of the things that uh, we don't need to be afraid of. Yes, we might need to take caution. I, I don't like snakes. Okay, Brother Brett, he doesn't mind them. I don't like snakes. I like a snake about at least 10 foot away, and I want to see it before I step on it. That's, but I'm not, afraid, I'm not, I don't fear them. You know, I've, I've, I've learned something about myself over the years with being married to Bronwyn. She definitely has helped me with this, but I, I, deal, I deal with different emotions in my life all about the same way. They all make me angry. I'm an angry person. So fear, if something that I fear is out there, I get mad at it. I'm angry and I'm going to kill it. That's all there is to it. Uh, sadness, I get angry. I get mad. I want to beat it to death. Whatever made me sad needs to go away and it needs to die. I said, I'm an angry person. I deal with fear with hostility. You know, you, we deal with fear in three different ways. We either fight it, we flee from it, or we freeze. And we lock down, we shut down. I've seen all three of them happen. I'm the top that attacks and, and gets after it. I don't, I don't know why I'm that way. It's some kind of, you know, mental hiccup in my genes. I, I have no idea. But now y'all know, I fight. That's how I get angry, and that's how I deal with all sorts of emotions except for love. That's probably about the only one that I don't get angry with and fight. I've seen fear firsthand make people angry. I've seen fear make people shut down. The first time I really saw it shut down is whenever I was going to jump school and the guy in front of me froze in front of the door. He was sitting there, we were in the airplane, we were 900 feet up in the air and he saw out the plane and he just froze. And I mean, he just completely just shut down. He, he was just, he was so afraid he could not move. The jump master put his boot in the back of his butt and he went out the door. It was, it was amazing. And I knew at that point, I can't freeze. There's no point. I've seen fear ruin people's lives. Mentally, they end up on medication for the rest of their life because they cannot deal with fear. It, it just, something in their genes just made them just shut down. And they can't, they can't deal with it. And it, it, not only that, but whenever they started taking the medication for it, it made them not be able to cope with reality anymore. And just not good. So as we go through this lesson, I want you to realize that, that fear uh, is not necessarily a bad thing. It keeps you safe. But if you let it control your life, that's exactly what it's going to do. It's going to control you. It's going to ruin your relationship with those that are around about you, and especially ruin your relationship with God. Some unhealthy fears. Uh, 
In the book of Genesis, chapter 12, verse number 13, uh, Abram and Sarah and Lot and all the rest of them, uh, they had been in the land of Canaan, and from there they were headed up towards Egypt due to a famine. And they, uh, uh, Sarah, I, I don't, as, as I can't remember exactly how it describes her. Either way, she's a beautiful woman. I mean, a woman that a lot of men would desire to have. And so, Abram tells Sarah, hey, you're not my wife, you're my sister. Because if they find out that I'm your husband, they're going to kill me and take you. So he tells her to lie. He was very fearful of the Egyptians. And I might have done the same thing, I don't know. I mean, you, you think, you know, they're just going to kill me. But does fear make you change your your mindset to make you think that, you know, okay, I'm so fearful of this thing, if I sin or if I lie about it, I might be able to escape it. You know, a lot of times we see people that they fear confrontation. Okay, so they'll do everything that they can, lie, cheat, or steal, whatever it takes to stay out of confrontation. You know, and, and it's it's something that, that we all have to deal with in life. And our fears make us choose a different path that we should take. Is that path worldly? You know, is God in the forefront of your mind to where the fear that you have, no matter what, you need to choose God. You need to choose His path and the path that, you, that He wants us to take as Christians. We can't let fear determine the outcome of the situations that we put our, our, find ourselves that are, we are in. In the book of Exodus, chapter 3, verse number 11, uh, Moses, fear of speaking. This, would, this is a real one because I've, I've, I've dealt with fear of speaking, but I was in the military at the time and I didn't really have a choice. They just told me I had to speak and that was the end of the conversation. Uh, you know, death or public speaking, we, we choose one. I'll choose death. Death, please. Yes, that's, yes, that seems like a good out. Moses, he didn't want to do what God told him to do. He's like, no, no, we're not, we're, you know, we'll find somebody else. I'll help you look, you know. He said, no, you're going to be, you're him. You're the man. You're the man for the job. Does fear of the outcome of the situation the fear of having to confront our past keep you from doing the will of God. What is the will of God in your life? I mean, we're supposed to evangelize. We're supposed to be there for one another, to treat our neighbor as ourselves with love and compassion. You know, does, does your own fear of confrontation, of, of having to deal with others, I hate dealing with other people. I have the best job in the world for having to avoid that. I just I don't I don't like dealing with other people. Other people have problems, okay? They have drama and they have problems in their lives, and I don't want to do with that. You know? I mean, just leave me to my own devices and my own problems on my little own piece of lake acreage and leave me with my cows and my horses. I don't want to have to deal with people. It's not that I fear the people. Maybe I fear the people a little bit. 
Maybe I fear having to put up with it and, and help somebody. Don't want to give them bad advice. Maybe that's part of it. I don't know. I never have really thought about what's the underlying issue of my fear of people. But no matter what it is, that fear does not need to control the will of God in my life. If he tells me that I need to go, I need to go. I need to be there and help others. Unhealthy fear, Matthew 25 and 24 Talking about the, the one talent man. Everyone here is given a gift. That gift is the word of God. That gift is remission of your sins through the gospel plan of salvation. Does your fear keep you from sharing that with a loved one? It has mine in the past. I was brought up Baptist. Look at different people that I am related to. I, we have Catholics. We don't have any Mormons. We have some Catholics, uh, Methodists. I don't think there's any Pentecostal. Baptist. Methodist, Baptist, Catholic. Those are the three religions that are in my family. It is not a comfortable situation to talk religion at Thanksgiving. You don't do it. I mean, everybody kind of looks at each other whenever they say, who's going to say the prayer? And it's like, I'm not here. Disappeared to the wall behind me. You know? Politics is completely out. Don't even go there. But is my fear of having to sit down and yell at somebody at the top of my lungs because they're yelling at me about the gospel plan of salvation. I mean, I play, I play this conversation over and over and over in my mind whenever I see them, and it never does end good. Maybe that's part of the fear, is that fear drives us to see things in the worst possible condition that it could be in. You know, whenever I was, whenever I was in Iraq, it... It took seeing, going through one bad accident to go through my mind over and over and over again all the different bad scenarios that could, might, possibly, maybe happen. And that drove some of us to where we could not function. They could not function. They could not, literally, they could not get in a Humvee and go on mission because their mind played all the bad scenarios that could possibly happen. They could not function as soldiers. We as Christians, if we, if we have this fear of a bad conversation with somebody and we keep playing it over and over in our mind on how bad it possibly could be, is it going to keep you from having that conversation with them? More than likely it is. You're going to get to where you cannot have a conversation with somebody about Jesus Christ and how to be saved because in your mind, you already know that they rejected him, and they never have. You know, in your own mind, they said, no, I'm not, I've, 
having imaginary conversations with people who you haven't even spoke to. That is fear taking control. We are given a talent, a gift, and that gift is remission of our sins. We need to overcome our fears of people, of the conversation with people, and we need to face them. Because if we don't, they're going to hell. And that's the reality of it. Last thing we're going to look at real shortly is godly fear. In Hebrews 11, verse number 7, it says, By faith Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world. That is fear. I mean, Noah feared God that he acted. And he did not stop until the job was done. Years upon years upon years of serving God and doing His will. Proverbs fifteen sixteen says, Better is a little with the fear of the Lord than great treasure. No, we. Is your fear of God strong enough to move you to action? Is it strong enough to share the gospel with others? Is it strong enough to outweigh the other fears that you have in this world? Psalms 147, 11 says, The Lord taketh pleasure in them that fear Him and those that hope in His mercy. Our godly fear needs to trump everything else. As we wake up in the morning, we go to bed at night when our day is beginning, whenever it's ending. The fear of God needs to be in the forefront of our mind. It's something that we need to think on. It's something that I'm going to wake up this morning and no matter what, every day I'm going to serve God. And maybe you're like me, maybe you can't function from day to day. Maybe you function from decision to decision. No matter what you're confronted with, the fear of God needs to be first and foremost. What does God want for me? What do I need to complete for Him in this moment? This decision that I need to make, what is the godly outcome? How, is, how does God want me to handle this situation? That is godly fear. That is having the fear of God so prevalent in your mind that you want to please the Master. If you have a Bible, I do not have this verse, and I apologize for that. Uh, 
Turn with me to the book of Ecclesiastes. I'll get there eventually. Proverbs, Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Look at verse number 13. In the beginning of Ecclesiastes, Solomon talks about there's nothing new under the sun. There definitely is not. We think times are bad now. God already has destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, so it could get worse. We do know that. He said there's nothing new out there. There's nothing that man has not faced. Man has seen it all. There's nothing, what you face today, somebody else has faced in the past. Whatever fear that you have, somebody else has already faced that fear before. There's nothing new under the sun. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse number 13. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God. No matter what you have in your life, the fear of God needs to be first. Do you fear Him enough To save loved ones from hell? To face the fears of, of rejection? To face the fear of not being loved anymore? Whatever worst case scenario you can think of. The fear that you have in your life. Are you, are you willing to sacrifice your health? COVID runs rampant. Okay, we know that. Are you willing to get sick for God and follow His commandments? I told Bronwyn I'd leave COVID out of this, but I'm not going to do that. I won't share all my opinions about the matter. So, Sorry, love. What decisions have you made in your life on how you're going to live your life? Does fear control those decisions? Or does the fear of God control them? We're going to offer an invitation. If you don't have Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, if you do not have His blood to cover your sins, I hope you have the fear of hell. If you don't, just imagine it because it, it's real. And that's where you're headed. If you're here today and... You obeyed the gospel. You're having problems. You know, there's, there's a lot of, I know a lot of Christians out there who, who claim to be Christians. They, they believe in God, but they don't fear Him enough to follow Him. They don't fear Him enough to obey Him. They don't fear Him enough to be baptized. That's just truth of the matter. Maybe you've let some kind of fear control you to keep you from being the Christian that God wants you to be. 
Thank you for listening to today's sermon podcast. If you'd like to know more about this subject or any other Bible topic, send us a message at our Facebook page, The Church of Christ, Wheeler Area.